going straight tonight to the word of God and the word of testimony. Amen. 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 Our testimony reads as follows. Feet healed after prayer. There is a man who called for prayer. He was suffering from pain in his feet. He was feeling some burning sensation under his feet. The burning sensation would also make his hand to be painful. The man of God prayed for him over the phone and the healing power of God touched him. He confirmed that both the pain and the burning sensation were no longer there. He also had a sore, a traditional cancer in his hand, which was not healing. The hand was even disfigured. The man of God prayed for the hand and he received his healing. He testified that the hand is healed and it has not bothered him ever since he received prayer. The hand is in its perfect condition and no longer disfigured. Glory to God in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Our announcements are as follows. Every morning at 7 a.m. from Monday to Friday, we have our morning prayer, which is at half past eight on Saturdays and Sundays. 
we then have our midday service which starts at half at five to twelve and then we have our evening service which starts at half past six every night amen amen, amen. our midnight prayer starts at five to twelve every night and we also have our weekly prayer and fasting which is on thursdays and fridays the details of the fasting are shared on our different whatsapp groups on facebook groups as well as on different our different messenger groups amen amen and to those who want to partake in the blessings of the lord through tithes and offerings the bank details are shared on our different whatsapp groups on messenger as well as on our different facebook platforms amen amen we will get the word of god from the book of second kings chapter 10 from verse 17 niv second kings chapter 10 from verse 17 it says when jehu came to samaria he killed all who were left there of ahab's family he destroyed them according to the word of the lord spoken to elijah then jehu brought all the people together and said to them ahab served baal a little jehu will serve him much now summon all the prophets of baal all his servants and all his priests see that no one is missing because i am going to hold a great sacrifice for baal anyone who fails to come will no longer live but jehu was acting deceptively in order to destroy the servants of Baal. then he sent word throughout israel and all the servants of baal came <coughs> no one stayed away they crowded into the temple of baal until it was full from one end to the other and Jehu said to the keeper of the wardrobe, Bring robes for all the servants of Baal. So he brought out robes for them. Then Jehu and Jehonadab, son of Rechab, went into the temple of Baal. Jehu said to the servants of Baal, Look around and see that no one who serves the Lord is here with you, only servants of Baal. So they went in to make sacrifices and burnt offerings. Now Jehu had posted 80 men outside with this warning. If one of you lets any of the men I am placing in your hands escape, it will be your life for his life. As soon as Jehu finished making the burnt offering, he ordered the guards and officers, go in and kill them, let no one escape. So they cut them down with the sword the guards and the officers throw the bodies out and then enter the inner shrine of the temple of Baal. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. You know, okay, let us go through this word of God tonight. We're also believing for powerful word of God and manifestation of the word of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm sure there is no one who's not well here. Is there anybody you're not well in your body? I will assume that no, everybody is well. God has been good to us. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Let us go to the book of um, 2 Kings chapter 10, verse number 17. 
when Jehu came to Samaria, he killed all who were left of the Ahab's family, and he destroyed them according to the word of the Lord spoken to Elijah. You know, there is something that is so profound about Jehu that um, when Jehu was anointed and was given assignment to do for the Lord, which was uh, to destroy the house of Ahab, which was to destroy all the servants of Baal, Jehu went and do exactly that wholeheartedly. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. You could tell that Jehu, he was really possessed by the, by the Spirit of God. After the anointing came upon him, you know, he was seriously, this God was using him to fulfill the, the prophetic word, the word which was given to Jehu. And he was doing it wholeheartedly. I want to ask you tonight, if God gives you an assignment, this is how you must do it. Every assignment that is God-given in your life, do it wholeheartedly. You know, God wants somebody who will do his things with the whole of their heart. God wants somebody who will be committed to fulfill the word of God in their days, in their time, wholeheartedly. Remember when David was called, the Bible said that when David was called, the Bible said that God said, I have found a man after my own heart. Yeah. You know, I want you to understand that when David was called, he was not just was he was not just called to come and serve God. Remember, ahead of him, a man like Saul was called also to serve God, to be a king. He was given opportunity to be a king of Israel. But what made um, Saul to be rejected, it was that when the word of God was given to Saul, he did not do everything that he was required to do by God wholeheartedly and to do everything. When he was supposed to, he was given a task to go and kill the Amalekites and everything they owned. The Bible said that he preserved Agag, the king of uh, Amalekites, not only Agag and anything which was beautiful and was good. He did it partiality. And when God, the Bible said that that day, God actually visited the prophet who was used to anoint him by the name of uh, Samuel. Say, God said, Samuel, Saul have turned away from serving me. He have turned away. He is no longer honoring my word. When I talk to him, he do as he pleases. And the Bible said that so God came to Samuel. Say, Samuel. Saul, whom you have anointed, he have turned away from me. And when you look very well, Saul never said, I'm turning away from serving the God. Saul just thought, maybe I will do this and I will do this. He chooses what to do. 
God was not angry with Saul because he, he was having another shrine. He was not having another shrine. He was not saving other gods. He was just angry by disobedience. And the Bible actually is the place where God said that um, obedience it's like it's, it's, it's disobedience. It's a sin that is comparable. Like somebody when they go to the Sangoma. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. The Bible said that disobedience, when God does not, somebody does not obey God or do fully what God has required them to do, the Bible said that it's like that person have gone to Baal. Even that that person have not gone and worship other gods. Amen. Only disobedience. And that's what Jehovah make him angry. Said that, hey, Samuel, no soul have turned away from following you, from following God. Just because what he was supposed and what he was told to do, he did not do according to what God have said. He chose what to do. He chose not in accordance to the word of God. And the Bible said that God said that um, because Saul of that, I have rejected him. I have rejected him. The Bible said that Saul, uh, Samuel began to cry, to try to intercede for Saul. But God said that, no, I have seen the heart of Saul. I've seen the heart of Saul. The heart of Saul does not honor God. The heart of Saul does not do what God wants him to do fully. And God was looking for his men whom, you know, God, I, have, I want to repeat this. I've said this several times, I'm sure, Amen. over some time. God is looking for a puppet. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. God is looking for what? For a puppet. A puppet is the thing that when you want it to dance, it dance. When you want it to raise up its hands, it raise up its hands. When you want it to do, it do exactly what you want it to do. God is looking for somebody he can control. God is looking for somebody he can trust. God is looking for somebody that you will jump and say, how high? God is not looking for somebody whom he will give an assignment to and they begin to think. They begin to analyze things. God is not looking for that thing. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. God is looking for somebody who will truly obey him. That's why the Bible said that to David. When God now he, he have rejected Saul and he was about to call David, God said that I have found a man after my own heart. I have found a man I can trust. I have found a puppet I can use. I have found a man that who loves me, who will do what I want. That's why David was selected to be a king. He was not selected because of his size, because of his strength, because of his wisdom. No! He was selected because of the heart, obedient heart, a puppetic heart. A heart that God can control. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And the Bible said that that day when the man of God arrived in the house of David, the house of Jesse, when he was sent to go and anoint David, 
The Bible says that when he arrived there, when you look at Jesse, he thought maybe God want to call Jesse, God want to anoint Jesse. The Bible says that God said that, no, no, I have not chosen him. And the Bible says that there was a, a firstborn, a firstborn and an, el, an elder, the firstborn of the eight children of Jesse. His name was um, was uh, Abinadab was one of the brothers. Then the Bible says that when when the man of God, Prophet Samuel, saw this man, this elder brother of David, said, oh, surely the way this man is built, the way this man is tall, the way this man, the stature, the way this man is strong, maybe this is the man who God want to use, want to anoint to be king of Israel. The Bible said that, God said that, no. God, I've rejected him. God looks at the things that man does not look at. God looks at the heart. People look at the outward appearance. And God says, I look at the heart. I have seen his heart. He cannot serve me very well. And he rejected him because of that. But when he comes to David, and the Bible said that when they were about to sit, and said, no, the man of God said that, no. Because out of all the, the seven sons of Jesus, there was no one who God wanted to use. And, and the man of God said that. Is there no any other son here? Don't you have any other son? I know God has told me to come to your house. But God doesn't want to use any one of you. Why? Because of the heart. Not because of how they look. Not the, because of how they build. But God was looking at the heart. And the Bible said that the man, just said that, no, I've got my last born is busy looking after my flock. And God said that that is the man that I'm looking for. That he's not going to sit down until he comes. Hallelujah. Amen. And the Bible says that, David came when he was brought and the man of God confirmed that this is the man that I've been looking for to anoint. God was looking for the kind, David kind of a heart. Which I'm seeing the similarity with Jehu. That Jehu was a man like that. Jehu was a man like that. Whom when the prophetic word have been given. When the word of God had been given on his assignment, oh, you could see that he honored the word of God. And he wanted to do everything that the men of God have said. He wanted to make sure that everything that the men of God have said is fulfilled. That was, must be your attitude as the child of God. That you want everything to be done in accordance to what? To the word of God. Amen. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. Amen. Say fire. If you want to be the man of God, if you want to be the friend of God, the secret is one of it. It is to honor his instructions. It is to honor his word and to love his word and to do what he wanted to be done fully, wholeheartedly. If you look at the man, man of God, Abraham, Papa Abraham. Papa Abraham was the man of such caliber. 
It did not matter what kind of the instruction that he was given. But Papa Abraham will go all the way out without questioning. Following instruction, doing what God wanted to be done. Look at the first instruction. The Bible says that God, the first time he came to Papa Abraham, he said, Abraham, leave your family members. And go to the place where I will show you. There's a place where I will show you. But he was not saying where is the place. But go. Just go. Abraham had to obey. Without saying God where. What will I eat? How will this be? How will that be? He just followed blindly. Trusting upon God. Hallelujah. Amen. May God give us the grace to trust upon God in Jesus' name. Amen. May God give us the grace to fully obey and do everything that God wants us to do in Jesus' name. Amen. Look at one of the instructions that God gave to our Papa Abraham. The Bible says that by this time, God has fulfilled his promise. He has blessed Papa Abraham with a son by the name of Isaac. Amen. And the Bible said that God said that give me your only son whom you love. Whom you have waited for 25 years. Give him me as a sacrifice. Oh. Abraham did not question. Abraham did not ask. Oh God, you said this is the son of the promise. No. The Bible said that Abraham obeyed. He took Isaac to go to sacrifice him on the mountain Moriah. Amen. Without questioning, even though there was a son was asking, hey, today, because most of the time we go to make sacrifices. And every time we go to make sacrifices, we have got the lamb, we have got the firewood. Where is the lamb today? The Bible said that Papa Abraham said that the Lord will provide. Don't worry about it. The Lord will provide. If it's God we have said that I must go to sacrifice, I'm going to sacrifice. It doesn't matter what. And the Bible said that Abraham, he arrived. He prepared the son to sacrifice him. When he was about to take the knife and to cut the head of Isaac. And the Bible said that the angel spoke from heaven and said that, Oh, Abraham, I have seen that you honor me. Abraham, I've seen that you love me. Abraham, I've seen that you trust me now. Now you qualify to so that I can release some blessing that I've promised. Even the one that I've never promised. The reason why I want to do this thing this time is because I have seen how faithful you are. God have seen how faithful Abraham is because Abraham was what? Was obedient. There are some blessings that if we have not been fully obedient and obedient unto God, we don't qualify for. Some people don't don't realize. Some of the blessings, some promises, they need you to obey. And uh, once you have obedience like Papa Abraham, God will do it. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. The Bible says that in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse number 1. The Bible says that if you fully obey the Lord, you are the Lord, you are God, and carefully follow all his commands I give you today. The Lord, your God, will set you above all nations on the earth. 
All this blessing will come on you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. If you fully obey. If you fully treasure his word. If you can fully treasure his word. Put them close to your heart. And you make sure you do everything that he wants you to do. The Lord said that. One of the things that... Hey, he will set you high above all nations. God wants to set us high above. God wants to make you shine, want to make you big. But the secret first is what we need to be what? To be obedient. Hallelujah. Amen. Like what the character that what God requires. I'm seeing it on Jehu first. Amen. Jehu. Hey, from the first day he was anointed, from the first day he was anointed, Jehu, he make sure that he do everything that God wanted him to do, wholeheartedly, not partially. And actually he's going extra mile. You know, Jehu knew that and saw that one of the biggest problems of Israel was Ahab. And Ahab was worshipping idol. Ahab was doing the things that God did not want. And the Bible said that as Ahab was doing that, he knew that this was, um, it was because of a Jezebel, of course, who was leading Ahab astray to worship Baal. And the Bible said the first assignment of Jehu was to kill a Jezebel, and Jezebel was gone this time. And this time, it was time. He knew that there are still some people who are worshipping Baal in the land. And he was looking for a strategy to make sure that all of them are finished. And he was coming up with a strategy to finish all of them. Amen. The Bible said that Jehu began to disguise that No, hey, Ab, you know, you people, you know, you thought Ab worshipped Baal. I want to worship Baal all the more. I want to make sure that I worship Baal all the more. And the Bible said that he summoned, he called everybody who was a Baal worshiper. So all you Baal worshippers, you idol worshippers, come, I want to sacrifice to Baal. Nobody must be left. And make sure that there is no one who is worshipping God. I want, I am here to sacrifice for you. I am here. And can't Jehu knew that it is time to deal with all the idol worshippers strategically. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. This kind of man, it reminds me of Samson. You know, Samson sometimes when you want to deal with his enemy, when to fulfill his assignment, he will allow himself to be captured. So that he can deal with the enemy very well. He can slaughter them all very well. And this is exactly the same thing that Jehu now was about to destroy all the prophets of Baal. All, not only the prophets. Jehu this time he was dealing also with all the Baal worshippers. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. He was dealing with the Baal worshippers to finish them all. He was anointed for that. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. He was anointed for that. I'm saying to you, I don't know what was the biggest challenge of your family. What was the biggest challenge of your country? What was the biggest challenge that nobody could face? 
I'm saying, may God who anointed Jehu to deal with an, uh, with a, a Jezebel, to deal with the Baal. May God anoint us with this kind of anointing to deal with those things that are troubling our families, which are troubling our families, our countries. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. May God give us strategies, strategies that does not lose, strategies to destroy. That idol that has been giving you trouble in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm saying God who has given a Jehu a strategy to deal with a Jezebel. To deal with Baal in the land. May God give us strategies in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I want to just say this. Also, another thing that anointing does. Anointing gives you supernatural ability. Anointing, it must reach a level that it controls you. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. It must do what? It must control you. Like what it was doing in Jehu. Jehu, it was controlling him. Some of the things that he was doing, he was not even thinking. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. He was not even thinking. He was manifesting. Amen. May we reach a level of manifestation where the Holy Ghost and the plans of God begin to manifest in us in our time. Amen. Where you reach a, a, a time and a stage and a level where somebody can, le- can look at you and say, Ah, when it's like now you are possessed now. Hey, this thing now. The level. And you say, yes, I'm possessed by the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. When you are being led of the Holy Spirit, when you are being controlled of the Holy Spirit, and you are manifestation to fulfill the word of God. And actually, that is the biggest realm of acting on the word of God. And to fulfill the prophecy and to fulfill the word of God. Where the word of God and by the Spirit of God, by the Holy Ghost, it takes over you and you do things to fulfill it. Not by your own ability. No, by your own ability, sometimes you will think. Amen. By your own ability, some of the things don't make sense. Amen. That's where many people fail to fulfill what God wants them to do. But if it is the Holy Spirit who has overtaken you, have overpowered you, controlling you, making you to do what you ought to do, is the easiest things, the easiest way to walk with God. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. Say fire. Say Holy Ghost. Take over me. Control me. Lead me. Use me. In my day, in my day, in my day, in my country, in my country, all over the world, all over the world, 
in your kingdom. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm saying to you from tonight, there won't be any assignment too big for you. Amen. It doesn't matter Amen. whether it's a project that you have to deal with. You have to deal with. It doesn't matter whether it is this a project for your business, for your work. There will be nothing to be Amen. too difficult for you. Because the Amen. Holy Spirit, the anointing will give you supernatural ability to do what you have to do. Amen. Will Amen. make the Holy Ghost and the anointing will make that hard assignment to be easiest assignment in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Some people will even wonder how do you do it? How do you accomplish so much? How do you do so much for God? How do you do in your business? How do you do in your career? But it will be the Holy Ghost making sure that the prophetic word, it is fulfilled in our life, in our family, in every sector of our life, in Jesus' name. Amen. That there will not be any assignment too difficult for you. Let me tell you this. If there is any project, any assignment, Amen. that's an enigma. Natural people think that this is difficult. Don't worry about it. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Don't ignore it. Don't run away. Go to that opportunity. That is difficult because we are not by ourselves greater. It's he that's within us than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. Amen. And what is impossible with man, it is possible with God. Hallelujah. Amen. I said tonight, I speak as a servant of God, and I say, impossibility will never be existing in our life in Jesus' name. Amen. Nothing will ever be difficult for us in Jesus' name. Amen. I say, everything is becoming easy by the power of the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. Amen. Opportunities that others cannot see, cannot apprehend. We will see them by the anointing in the name of Jesus. Amen. We will accomplish Amen. them by the anointing in the name of Jesus. Amen. Because here you could tell that Jehu was carrying out a difficult task, but because he was anointed for it, he was empowered for it, he was doing it as easily as possible as it is. To him, you could not say that it was difficult. To him, it was easy. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. There are some stuff that other people say that it is difficult. It is not doable. I'm saying to you by the power of the Holy Ghost, it's going to be so easy for us. And all the material that you need to achieve that thing that needs to be achieved, to accomplish that project, to do that difficult thing, it shall be done in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Say 
nothing is difficult in my life. Nothing is difficult in my life. Say impossibility does not exist. Impossibility does not exist. Say I am anointed. I am anointed. To live my life. To live my life. To live a Christian life. To live a Christian life. I am anointed. I am anointed. To do difficult things. To do difficult things. To solve impossible situations. Hallelujah. That's why some of us are saying that I want to do this PhD in mechanical engineering. Because some people, they think it's impossible. Some people, they think it's difficult. But I want to say, show the world that greater is he that's within what? Within us than he that is in. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. There is nothing that is what? It is impossible because we have got the greater I am, the owner of wisdom. The owner of power. The one who can do anything, anytime, and anywhere in Jesus' name. Anyway, tonight, I want you to begin to pray. For God to empower you to do anything that even seems to be impossible to any man. Begin to pray tonight. Mandala bazonta la brajanta la baya. We are saying, Father, empower us. Empower us to do the undoable. To achieve the unachievable. Empower us in our days. So that your name be glorified. So that your name be worshipped. Empower us. Empower us. Fire, 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 fire,
I command them to the abbey. Say I am in power. I am in power to do the impossible. Say I am in power. I am in power to achieve great things. By the fire of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. Say, my family is blessed. My career is blessed. My everything is blessed. Everything is turning around for my good. Say, devil, take off your hand. From my life, from my family, from my career, from our everything. Say, I lose angels now. Angels, bring my harvest. My miracles. My testimonies. Angels. Ashami. Everywhere I go. In everything that I do. In the name of Jesus. Let us share the grace. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The, love of God. the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us all. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you believe that you are empowered? Amen. Do you believe that you are you are anointed? Amen. Amen. Then when you look to every situation, that thing that they say that is impossible, begin to do it. Amen. Knowing that you have got the greater I am backing you up. Making sure that you do the impossible in Jesus' name. Amen. And very soon you will be testifying about what God has helped you to achieve in Jesus' name. Amen. Which is not a small thing, which is a very, very big thing by the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. And, um, you know, tonight, like I told you to now, I'm on the way. Then tomorrow I will also be play, praying for partners, partnership and everything tomorrow night. And I want to say to you, Amen. have a blessed and a successful night. Remember today is day number what? Day, day number six? Five. Day number five. Oh, okay. Oh, then it's so nice. We can even add an extra day where day number five, 
left with five days to go. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us do it with the whole of our hearts. And I, I want to say, today is the first of November, right? Amen. Wherever you are, just raise up your right hand right now. Say, my November is blessed. My November is blessed. Say, I soak the whole of my November. I soak the whole of my November. Into the blood of Jesus. Into the blood of Jesus. Into the fire of the Holy Spirit. Into the fire of the Holy Spirit. Anything which is not of God. Anything which is not of God. In my November. In my November. In my life. In my life. In my, life. In my body. In my body. In my finances. In my career. In my career. In my country. In my country. Catch fire now. Catch fire now. Catch fire now. Catch fire now. I command Come on. Ah! 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 In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. I command them to the abbey. I command them to the abbey. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I want to say to you, have a blessed night in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Before that, I want to say, I'm sure you are blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. you are blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Tondi, you are blessed in Jesus' name. Kenneth, you are blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, Lazarus, you are blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Bernard, you are blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, Makuya, you are blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Mom Dorcas, you are blessed in Jesus' name. Mom Elizabeth, you are blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Mark Ratendo, you are blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. And also this side, we are blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a blessed night in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Bye bye. Bye bye. 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 bye.